Build It Coach Quick Tips, Episode 4, Fatal Agreement. Let's get started. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Build It Coach. I help you, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Builder Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale Arshgriven, project management and design build professional. Welcome to the Quick Tip Series. Today, I will talk about fatal agreements. Here are the big three. These are not the only issues to consider, but these are the issues that I consider the big three. Number one, don't do business on a handshake. All right, I'll repeat that. Number one, do not do business on a handshake. Executing a renovation or remodeling project on a handshake is a no-no. To include a bow, a kiss, a nod, a chest bump, a high five, a wink, a gin and tonic toast, a verbal understanding is a recipe for a nightmare. See, these verbal, these verbal agreements are all good when things are good, but when things go bad, ambiguous phrases start to come into play. Words like, I thought, what you told me, what I intended, what you said was, well, you know, what we did in the past, what is normally done, what I really meant. See, all, all of these key phrases, that means... There was no clarity and everything is ambiguous and now we're in trouble. We want to avoid that, all right? These ambiguous phrases will inflict mental pain to every region of your brain. It will now turn your project into chaos. You won't get what you want. The contractor's mad. You're mad. Your project stalls. Everything goes to hell, all right? We don't want that. And it goes without saying, your pockets will bleed. Anytime this this ambiguity happens on your project, your money will start bleeding out of your pockets, okay? Don't do it. No handshake deals, all right? Let organized crime deal in the realm of handshake deals, all right? We're not running our projects like some underground syndicate, all right? And I hate to say it, one time I fell victim to my own advice. Now, this was several years ago when I was dealing with an investment property, Um uh, there was an area of the home where we were about to get done. And I said, Hey, contractor, Keith was his name for the fact, for this fact, um, Keith, go ahead and put the base in, in this room. I think we go, need to go ahead and add some base. Well, in the past we added wood base. So I come to the property later and what do I see at the base of the walls? It wasn't a nice wood base. It was like a vinyl base. I said, Keith, what are we doing? Why is there, vinyl base here he said well based on the budget and remember we did this on the other project and I said well the other project was x y and z well anyways bottom line it wasn't written down we did a handshake deal I got irritated he got irritated I ended up paying for the base twice because I wasn't clear as a property owner end up losing some money there but I could have made it very clear by having a crystal crystal clear agreement that wasn't based on a handshake deal Okay, number two, do not sign the contractor's proposal, especially on projects that are more complex and time sensitive. 
All right. You see it all the time, right? Someone's going to do some work for you. They break out their notepad. They scribble some stuff on a sheet. There's some small print at the bottom of it. And they say, sign here. Now there's some language on that sheet. Nine times out of 10, that language, that small print that you see on the sheet has nothing to do to protect you as a property owner. Nothing. It has everything there to protect the contractor, but nothing to protect you. See, this is the essence of a contract. A contract is all good when the work is performed, but you have to ask yourself, what T's and C's, which is terms and conditions, what are the T's and C's in that contract that protects me as the owner if work is not performed, if the contractor fails to perform? See, that's the magic sauce that you want within these written agreements. What happens when things go south? What happens when the contractor doesn't show up? What happens when the contractor wants payment, but no work has been done? So you want all that meat on the bone on a contract. Now, we'll, we'll talk, about it, talk about that in number three, but we want to first and foremost say, do not sign the contractor's proposal. Now, let me be clear. If you're just having some shingles put on your house, your grass cut, something real minor, you may be in a position to sign the contractor's proposal, but I'll say this, and this may sound simple. Read the proposal. Read it. Just don't sign it. Read it. What What is that language that you see in that proposal? And do you need to add some language or delete some language in that proposal? Yes, you are allowed to amend that language on that proposal. You can cross some things out, add some things. You're allowed to do that. You are paying your hard-earned money for the project. You absolutely have rights to amend that. Someone may look at you and I say, hey, we can't change this, ma'am or sir. We can't change this. No, if you're going to pay for it, you absolutely have some rights to where you can change it, okay? So read that proposal if you have to sign it and amend any language that you deem harmful to your rights, all right? Amend those T's and C's. Number three, create your own contract. There are many resources out there where you can create your own homeowners renovation remodeling contract. All right. Especially if the stakes are high, you want to have your own contract. AIA has their own um, set of contracts. AIA meaning the um, um, Institute of Architects. Um, They have their own contract. All right. You should be using your own contract. And this is the key. Never reference the contractor's proposal in your contract. What you don't want to have is conflict. You don't want to have two sets of T's and C's. In essence, your contract is the final negotiation from the contractor's proposal. Just recently, I had a contractor who's doing some electrical work. They didn't want to do some code upgrades And you know what they were pointing to? Well, my proposal says that I wasn't supposed to do any code upgrades. I look at the contractor and say, said, so what? I didn't sign your proposal, sir. You signed my contract. And your contract says that you're going to do the applicable code upgrades necessary to complete your project. That was in that contractor's contract. There was no reference to their proposal. He tried many times. Well, my proposal said, you know what? That's what you proposed, but I did not accept your proposal. And what you accepted was my contract. 
See, the contract was the bottom line. All right. There you have it. This episode's a wrap. Today you learned don't do business on a handshake. Number two, don't sign the contractor's proposal. And number three, create your own contract. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and let's build a strong community of property owners, homeowners, and house flippers who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure you subscribe to Build a Coach on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more details, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.